Hi, I'm Tiffany, and you are listening to the Legacy Lounge Podcast. If you are a high-achieving, mission-driven entrepreneur who wants to elevate your income, impact, and influence, you're in the right place. I left my corporate career as a creative director for Fortune 500 brands to create a legacy with my work and to support entrepreneurs to do the same. And I'm not talking about having your name on a building or statues in your image. I'm talking about leaving behind a positive impact and creating something enduring that can be passed on. You pour your time, energy, and passion into your business. So let's make sure your efforts will create a ripple effect that reaches far into the future. Each monthly series will guide you through the business, leadership, and life skills you need to successfully leave a legacy that stands the test of time. And each episode is totally valuable on its own. We are here to provide you with the tools and ideas to make massive shifts and quantum leaps in your business, transforming you from entrepreneur into legacy brand. So sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. Slow down and enjoy life. It's not only the scenery you miss by going too fast, you also miss the sense of where you are going and why. Move fast, decide fast, talk fast, think fast. Many successful entrepreneurs function with everything moving at top velocity. We think success comes from being the fastest thinker or mover in the room, and that slowing down means risking someone passing you. In the last episode of the Legacy Lounge, I got super vulnerable and shared my own story of overworking. As a quick start, I didn't know anything but how to move fast, and actually it put me in a hospital bed. So I started slowing down to speed up. If you haven't yet taken a listen, I encourage you to go back and do so. But for now, keep listening because we are taking a completely different approach today. In this episode, we are going to apply the same theory yet to building a brand. I'm going to share the benefits of slowing down. We're going to dig into how to create a brand the right way and ensure you don't cut corners and even discuss how to find the right branding expert for you. All right, let's get started. We're actually talking about the three ways you may be ruining your brand. So I was recently on a networking call the other day, and a designer mentioned that she completes a new website for her clients about every two days. I was blown away. That is a lot of work to get done in two workdays. You know, I've been doing this work for quite a while, around 20 years now, and I started to wonder, am I becoming a dinosaur unable to keep up with the kids fresh out of school? Is this is where it's all headed? You can understand why I had a lot of questions. Upon further investigation and a round of 21 questions, I discovered that pretty much every aspect of our business is totally different. Neither one is better or worse, just very different processes and outcomes. So I wanted to dig into this today so you have more awareness at what a brand truly is and how different people complete brands. And that, honestly, you can't compare one process to another without truly understanding what that means. So for starters, our clientele, this woman and I, is completely different, as is our process, pricing, even our client experiences. So my clients typically have established businesses that have been around for at least a few years, all the way up to multi-seven-figure brands that want to rebrand or refresh. 
The exception is those who are new yet have a ton of maybe past corporate experience in their craft. So the common thread between everyone is they're looking to invest and up-level their brand or create a brand into something that's bespoke, completely custom, completely unique to them, and like nobody else. Meanwhile, her clients tended to be young and brand new to business. Their primary need was to get the basic nuts and bolts up and running quickly. They didn't really care about longevity, a style guide, or even if there was a strategy behind it all. They just wanted something that looked good quickly. And that is one of the things I both love and hate about the branding business. You can't always compare apples to apples. So it's important to find the branding and hopefully strategy person that will suit your needs and not just go on price. So for instance, if you requested a quote from us both, you would be very surprised at the price difference. My brand and strategy packages start at around $2,500 and take anywhere from one to three months versus her packages start at 800 done in two days, as I mentioned before. Now, this is said to illustrate that there are a lot of ways to get to a final destination. But like I said, I choose to take the scenic route because I know the benefits of slowing down. My process for branding and strategy starts with research and discovery. This I pull in from my past corporate experience when I worked with Fortune 500 brands who had millions of dollars to spend on research and discovery. Now, of course, I don't charge millions of dollars for that anymore, but it's so imperative to creating a solid brand. So at this point, I really take the time and I learn everything I can about my client's goals, the vision for their brand, and what their ideal customer looks like. I'm looking for the interesting details of their founder's journey that can help tell this meaningful story to their potential clients. Having this longer process allows me to dig deeper in the research phase and allows them to do the deep personal work and marinate with it. The end result of all this cook time is that when I distill the information down into their brand strategy, it's truly filled with meaningful information and useful details. This strategy is the foundation then for the design work. So clients know that every design decision we make together is rooted in strategy rather than simply creating a pretty logo and some pretty aesthetically pleasing elements that have no function behind them. So true brand strategy relies heavily on client feedback and information. If you work with smaller businesses like I tend to, the person guiding those decisions, you as the business owner and providing the feedback, you know, you're pretty busy running the business. So this longer timeline allows you the time you need to really reflect on your answers and make sure you have time to digest the work together. It's truly a co-creation process. And you don't want to rush something as important as your brand and truly ensuring that you get a positive deep ROI out of it. So the longer timeline allows for an immersive process that really feels more luxe and client focused. So as mentioned earlier, I look at branding as a significant investment, much more than just a logo and tend to take out a holistic approach to the process. My clients understand that I'm not working on multiple branding projects simultaneously. My team and I work on one to two projects at a time, 
other than my group program. And of course, that means that the price reflects that. And it's not simply beautifully aesthetically. The end result is grounded in that strategy and built to be flexible enough to use for years to come, whether you evolve or pivot like we all do. It includes a comprehensive brand guide and the specific pieces of collateral that will make the most impact for your business. We even show clients how to use all of their elements in their disposal, as well as teach them how to relaunch the brand with a new look as a launch strategy to bring in more ideal clients. So to wrap this up, a few months may sound long, but clients truly appreciate not rushing through the process. In fact, all of my quick start clients are typically the ones who gush about the process and thank us for our diligence, patience, and ensuring that we truly nail a one-of-a-kind brand for them. You see, we all function in a modern economy where nearly everything is instantly available and where things change, move, faster every day, right? And I get it. Here I am suggesting take it slow enough to build a solid brand, a legacy brand that will stand the test of time. On the surface, it may seem like an old-fashioned approach, and thinking of putting time into building a brand may feel boring and slow. It may sound not as fun as just going for it, winging it, which most people, entrepreneurs in particular, love doing. But while our slower process might not be for everyone, it highlights the importance of the right fitting when choosing a branding professional to work with. When in doubt, ask about their process. Working with the right designer and strategist can be the difference between a frustrating situation, finding out down the road that you really don't resonate with the brand that you've been given, or an amazing brand identity to grow your business with. And ultimately, I want to talk to you about why doing branding right matters. It all comes down to if the blueprint is weak, the foundation will fall. You see, a brand is a blueprint for every decision you're going to make about your business. It literally touches everything. With a solid brand, you're going to waste less time. You don't need to figure out what works for your audience or customers at each junction because you already know. You can tackle every business decision from a place of knowing, not guessing, which means ultimately you can move faster and more effectively than your competitors or peers because when real world opportunities or changes come up unexpectedly, you're ready. For instance, I have a client that can create a new launch strategy in less than 48 hours because they already know what messages work and what platforms best reach their audience by working with us. The content, key messages, and visuals have already been established on a high level and have been tested in the market. When that market changes, they can take advantage of PR opportunities because the team is already locked down on their goals and their brand. There's no wasted time on approvals, thinking, or guessing. They know and they act. It's pretty amazing, actually, to watch. And while their peers may falter or look for their footing while things change quickly, my client can take advantage of every opportunity that arises in stride, which results in a huge lift in brand awareness and faster client acquisition. So part of the reason many entrepreneurs put off brand building is 
understanding what a brand truly is. So I'm going to switch gears here for a moment. You know, we've talked about why slowing down and investing in the right person and the right process is important. But I want to back up just a step quickly to make sure that everybody is on the same page, right? So if you're launching a platform, service, or product, the typical thing that entrepreneurs do is simply slap a logo on it, maybe the one that your nephew did as a favor or you got from a discount provider and call it good. Not to be a broken record, but reminder, your brand is so much more than a logo. So when I work with clients to develop their brand, color palette, fonts, the visual aesthetics are really the last things on my mind. I want to hear a story. What are you about? Why did you start this company? What does this company value? What are you doing that no one else does? What problem do you solve? What are your goals one, five, 10 years from now? How do your clients talk about you? Because the questions like these actually help set that foundation I talked about earlier in a brand. And this creates the blueprint. And blueprints aren't meant to be rolled up and left on a shelf in someone's office. They're meant to be used as a strategy for building something great. They initiate action and instructions that a team or a business owner can follow without a doubt. Then once that foundation is set, only then logos, websites, social media platforms, thought leadership, SEO, media, marketing tactics, customer services approaches, sales tactics, and the color palettes grow out of that blueprint not the other way around. Otherwise, all you have is a bunch of useless tools or elements that don't have a clear, effective purpose. And a big advantage of going slowly is that if you're headed in the wrong direction, you won't go too far before you realize it. On top of all that, during tough times, a solid brand foundation can hold everything together and keep teams focused on what matters. A brand with depth and integrity can withstand some mistakes. And as long as everyone comes back to the blueprint and refocuses, you'll be golden. So to wrap this section up, the first way you may be hurting your brand is by building it too quickly or not consciously building your brand with a strategy or foundation. The remedy, however, is simple. Work with a qualified professional to build that solid foundation, which means you know your brand, you know what it means, and you know how to use it. All right, so now you understand why it's important to slow down in the branding process and create that foundation. Let's talk about slowing down in general. So slowing down does not mean putting on the brakes, being lazy, or suppressing your energetic spirit. What it means is pacing. So I want us to reframe this into pace yourself so you are fast enough, but not frantic. This means you'll have a quiet speed that makes you relaxed, calm, and trustworthy. The second way that you might be hurting your brand is simply moving too fast in your decisions, actions, and speaking. Speed can tend to make you appear unsettled, upset, flustered, confused, sometimes even suspicious to viewers. In your brand, this equates to people being confused by your message or visuals. On the flip side, the actions of effective people do not seem rushed. 
The more time you give yourself, the more status people will give you. Let me repeat that. The more time you give yourself, the more status people will give you. This is actually a proven fact. A lot of people believe that the busier they are, the better they are. But if you want to be more memorable, impressive, credible, genuine, trusted, don't run around the track for anybody. This was a hard lesson for me. And if you're a quick start like I am, I found the trick is to get things done more quickly while slowing down. So you want to ask yourself these questions. If I had to leave tomorrow for a month, what three things would I need to get done? Then do those three things. Controlled reaction thinking is the goal. Slow down your body, your feet, your hands. Quick thinking is necessary, but pace your physical response. For practice, because this is not easy, what I like to do is what I call a silent drill. Rehearse in your head what you're going to say. Listen to how it sounds, then speak accordingly. So slow down and let people wait a little. Whatever you do or say will be valued that much more. Seriously, try to do the silent drill at least once a day. And it is pretty difficult to do, but once you get the hang of it, it's going to make a huge impact. You know, we blurt out things 90% of the time without thinking about it. So slowing down and being less reactive truly makes a world of difference. Now, slowing does, doesn't mean that you're boring, listless, lazy. It means doing things purposefully, like you intended to do it that way. It means patience, then acceleration, and then patience. What I've found is 95% of business is actually waiting waiting for the opportunity to do the right thing. And if you go through life so fast, you're going to miss the chance to execute well. When you slow down, you buy yourself time and you can truly think things through. And when you think things through fully, you can give yourself the time of your life. Last, when you slow down and think, you align your attitude and action and you appear calm and confident. You'll feel more composed too. When you appear calm, people think that you know what you're doing. I know this sounds funny, but it's true. This is also proven that people think you're right. There's been studies around this when you appear calm. So if you look at people like politicians, they take their time, they slow. Now, by no means am I asking you to act like a politician. Please get that clear. <laughs> this is not a political statement by any means, especially this timing in the world. But this is why people believe them, why they feel so composed. When you appear calm, people think you know what you're doing. And they are much more likely to listen, to follow you, and to align with you. So that is how you build a trustworthy relationship with your audience and in your brand. All right, let's move on to the third way that you might be hurting your brand to wrap up. Now, we've already talked about things that most small business owners like us want things to happen now. More customers now, more leads, more fans, more followers, faster, cheaper now. We live in an instant gratification society. So a knee-jerk reaction for now 
should come as no surprise. After all, you wouldn't hire a marketing coach if you weren't looking to turn up the heat and shorten the time it takes for you to see results, right? But if you're not careful, you might miss out on what I like to call the beauty of slow. You've heard of the slow food movement, perhaps, where you slow down your eating, your digestion's better, and it overall supports your health. Did you know there's also a thing called slow marketing? Now, I wasn't the one who invented this. I can't take credit. I actually am not even sure where the name came from. And it really hasn't taken off as an official movement as far as I can tell. But here's why I think it should. So I'm appalled by some of the less than helpful marketing tactics we face every day, especially online. And I've done some previous podcast episodes about this. I'm still learning about this myself to be fully transparent. But things like false scarcity, roadmaps to seven figures, secrets to attracting 10,000 fans overnight. As a marketer, I'm so over these tactics because it gives marketing professionals everywhere a bad name by promoting vanity metrics. For instance, if the seven figures is simply a revenue mark, the business owner could be still drowning in debt, which believe it or not is sometimes the case. So often it's either false advertising or toxic marketing. What I believe we need now more than ever is a slow marketing movement. This is a way of thinking about our businesses as more than just a means to an end. Yes, of course, we need to eat and put roofs over our heads and enjoy life, but that shouldn't be the only reason we're in business. And if you know me, you know I'm focused on impact and legacy. I'd love for more small business owners to feel strong and confident about their ability to attract enough of the right clients easily. Wouldn't it be nice to not panic if you didn't get immediate results every time you push the send button? Wouldn't you love to have time to spend on things like experimentation, relationships, and yes, even planning and contemplation? Now, I'm not saying that the occasional shortcut isn't helpful. There are times when we can and should be more efficient at how we tackle certain aspects of our marketing. But given the choice between a fast food restaurant and a sit-down meal with friends and family, I think you'd probably join me and choose the latter any day. And you know what? It really is a choice. We all play with the same 24 hours. We could all leave the planet, unfortunately, at any moment. Now, I realize I'm going deep here, but this is why I'm different and why I want you to think about truly joining me in slowing down. You see... At the heart of the world's short-term focus is really a belief that there's not enough. Not enough jobs, not enough money, not enough time, not enough connections to the right people, not enough knowledge or experience or options. There's this pervasive feeling that there's an answer somewhere out there. And what's really the case is we need to focus in here. And if you could see me, I'm touching my heart. And that's why we really keep downloading all those free PDFs and signing up for the shit we don't need. And I admit it, I still do it too. So when you feel like you're missing the secret to success, and that would be in air quotes, you'll keep searching and searching and searching because we're not taught to listen to ourselves, our intuition, and we continue to rely on experts and authorities to show us the right way. 
which is also coincidentally what keeps us taking classes or searching for that blueprint or roadmap to the seven-figure business nirvana. Now, of course, I'm a branding expert. You need to label your things. There needs to be blueprints, and there really are experts that can show us the ways to do things better. I invest in those, but often they're toxic or they're not truly giving us the results that we're looking for. And this is what stops us from owning our power, slowing down, and thinking about what we'd like to build long-term. It's what keeps us focused on getting new customers rather than getting to know our existing ones. And most of all, it keeps us from enjoying the journey. So to wrap up today's episode, the third way you may be hurting your brand is engaging in fast and toxic marketing, both inbound and outbound. The answer again is to slow down, to discern. Do the marketing tactics you're using feel good to you? And once they're in place, are you taking your time to track them and look at the results? Double down on what's working. Let go of what's not. Revisit, recalibrate until you find what works. It's really that simple. And for the marketing you take in, simply stay aware. Are you purchasing from fear or from love? Knowing that the investment will truly take you and your business to the next level. So as you can see, the common thread here ties back into our theme this month for the Legacy Lounge. Slow down to speed up. Whether that's creating a brand strategy, your visual aesthetics, or your marketing, take the time to build a brand that will last, one that will outshine and outpace everyone out there doing the same work so you can step into your legacy. The truth is you can go fast. Just slow down a little first to supercharge your results. And I have a special surprise for you as we wrap up today's episode. I've been hearing from quite a few people that they're feeling a level of doubt and worry setting in due to the uncertainty in the world. Well, I hate to break it, but it's been a bit uncertain for quite a while now. And what I do know is I've been able to double my business for the past three years, every year. And many of my clients have done the same and truly outperformed anything they thought possible. So I felt called to create a resource to explain how you can turn uncertainty into opportunity. I share the six shifts that entrepreneurs need to make now to thrive, not just survive in the new normal. It's a free value-packed report that I poured my heart into because I'm committed to supporting as many business owners as possible to have the brand and business they've always dreamed of. So go ahead and pop down to the show notes Simply click on the link and you can download the report to learn these simple shifts that will support you on your journey and provide more success right away. Thank you for joining me on the Legacy Lounge and we'll see you next time. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Lounge podcast. Connect with me on Instagram at Tiffany Newman Creative. I would also love to hear your feedback to see what resonates with you and what you'd like to hear in the future. If you love this episode, please provide a review and we will be forever grateful. You can always find links and resources shared on the show by going to yourlegacybrand.com. Remember, what you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. What are you doing today to pour into others and to leave your legacy?